Welcome to the Casual Conspiracy Podcast, episode 25. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Ibrahim. <laughs> Chris is yelling into his phone, apparently. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like you're in a cave and you kept the mic at the mouth of the cave. And you're sleeping. What? And you're sleeping with bears at the back of the cave. Um, today, we're talking about the end of the world conspiracies. This one was interesting. Very right? biblical. Um, oh, for me, anyways. I don't know about what uh, what you guys found, but um, do we just uh, should we jump right into it then? Yeah, get in there. What did you uh, What did you find first? Especially like the biblical ones. That oh. sounds. It sounds like it really hit you. Yeah. So, um, so I, I found this article that I'm just gonna end up reading from Express.co.uk titled end of the world is coronavirus the prophesized plague in the book of revelation the end of the world will be preceded by widespread pestilence and plague niche christian groups reading the bible's book of revelation have claimed could this plague from the bible be the coronavirus pandemic sweeping around the globe coronavirus disease has infected more than 90.89 million people since first appeared in china last year the virus has also killed at least one point 9.4 million people as of January 12th. The disease's rapid outbreak has triggered fears of the apocalypse as described in the Christian Bible. Conspiracy theorists and some Christian evangel- evangelists have alleged links between the coronavirus and prophecies in the Bible's book of Revelation. The book of Revelation by the Apostle John outlines the end of the world and the second coming of Jesus Christ. In the final chapters of the Bible, the four horsemen of the apocalypse will arrive to destroy vast swaths of the planet. According to Jeremiah Jeremiah from the Philadelphia Church of God website, the book of Revelation is about things which shall be hereafter, whatever that means. And uh, a couple tweets, like in the embedded in the article, even in today's age, we can see what's going on from the Book of Revelation, the Bible. Bible prophecy continues to come true. Look at what's going on in the world today: earthquakes everywhere, record flooding, the coronavirus, and four other viruses, locust plagues in Africa. And then another tweet: beginning of sorrows, Matthew twenty-four three to eight, Australian wildfires, coronavirus. Earthquakes in odd places, increased rage, murders worldwide, massive hunger increases, and those. And there are those that laugh at the book of Revelation. Hashtag Jesus is coming. And on the lookout for hashtag Mike Pence and book of Revelation connection. Hashtag coronavirus. I don't know what that one means. Like, are they saying Mike Pence is like the one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Is this is this article full of like hashtags? and like... No, that was it. That was all. Oh, okay. That was. And then continuing on, uh, he said... In Revelation 6, John was inspired to write about the seven seals that led up to the return of Jesus Christ. The first four are often called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. They represent religious deception, war, famine, and disease. Verses 1 to 8, John the Apostle describes the fourth horseman as death, who is being followed by Hades, or hell. In some interpretations and translations of the Bible, the fourth horseman is called pestilence, or plague. Uh, Mr. Jacques said, this is a personification of disease epidemics, sickly, haunting, and unyielding. The passage says that along with the other three riders, the anemic-looking horseman that represents disease will slay the fourth part of the earth. With today's population of 7.7 billion, that figure would come to almost 2 billion. Wow. 
the fur the full passage in question revelation 6 chapter 6 verse 8 reads and i looked and behold a pale horse and his name his name that sat on him was death and hell followed with him uh, there is, however, nothing to suggest the coronavirus is biblical in nature and not simply a manageable ep- epidemic. Uh, different strains of the coronavirus family have been responsible, blah, 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 blah. So, somewhat, um, that's basically it. There's people that are basically saying, like, this is it. This is part of the book of Revelation. Like, the end is near. And I just thought that that was kind of, like, like fitting for uh, for this show, I thought. And yeah. of this nigh. time, the end is nigh. Yeah, yeah. Looking back is twenty twenty vision or whatever the saying is. Um, I wonder if if that's the thought at like any big epidemic or plague or almost plague, um, is that there's probably a lot of correlation with the end of times. Especially, it sounds like like the pieces that they're focusing on are that it's a disease. And then that it could potentially affect like X amount of people in the world. Is that if I if I caught the right details when you were saying them? I don't know. If you pick just the facts of anything and ignore all the things that disprove um, your what like your claim, everything uh-huh. sounds good. You know what I mean? Like, sure. How is this the thing and not H one N one or right. um, I don't. Know. Like AIDS at the time, like in the eighties, yeah. or you know the Spanish I mean? flu, or whatever. Spanish flu, yeah, it could have been anything, and that that kind of leads me to um, this Wikipedia article. I was going to save this for the end, but it walks like right into it. So there's a uh, <laughs> there's a Wikipedia article. It says list of dates predicted for apocalyptic events, and like this is a long, long list. And so, so it'll say like every the, day, <laughs> kind of, it'll be like the date, the claimant, like who said it, and then a description of what they said. And it goes all the way from the first millennium. Like the first date on here is the year 66. And it goes all the way like to like a trillion years after the, uh, like in the future or something like that. It's like, so there's lots of. Lots of dates, lots of people said lots of things. And what's uh-huh. and you'll see the same the same guy every once in a while. Like he said like he said this was gonna end five years later, and then he said it was gonna end again five years later, like he said it was gonna end another time, and so it's like you were all full of shit. And it was almost like it was almost like hopeful to me anyways, seeing how many people predicted like the end of the earth and none of it happened. Not sure. One yet, obviously, like this one here that I just scrolled scrolled past right here. Um, uh, October nineteenth, fifteen thirty three, Michael Stifel or something. This mathematician calculated that Judgment Day would begin at eight a.m. on this day. What? Like, just just. I guess picked it's a, gonna start sometime. I guess, but it's it's late. It's eight oh one. Imagine it if he was start. right. He'd be a legend. A legend, because <laughs> he would have he would have like been he? able to call it like to the hour. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, to Chris's what? point, like, how would he be a legend if everyone died? <laughs> he'd be a legend for I guess unless it happened instantly, he'd be a legend for like that amount of time that it takes for like the beginning of the end of the world to the end of the end of the world. 
But there would still be people saying like, no, this isn't the end. <laughs> no, we're good. We're yeah. good. We're fine. <laughs> this but, is fine. So what if all these people were right, but then we have like this group of people Alternate working timelines? to save the world every time, like the Avengers. Like the Avengers. <laughs> um, I don't but, see an Avengers. Keep going back uh, in time. Like blue little link in uh, the Wikipedia article that said they saved what? us. <laughs> Hashtag so, Avengers. One thing Dude. that I did find uh, interesting in this article. So it says little research has been done into why people make apocalyptic predictions. Historically, it has been done for reasons such as diverting attention from actual crisis like poverty and war, pushing political agendas and promoting hatred of certain groups. Anti-Semitism was popular theme of Christian apocalyptic predictions in medieval times, while French and Lutheran depictions of the apocalypse were known to feature English and Catholic antagonists, respectively. According to psychologists, possible explanations for why people believe in modern apocalyptic predictions include mentally reducing the actual danger in the world to a single and definable source, an innate human fascination with fear, personality traits of paranoia and powerlessness, and a modern romanticism involved with the end times due to its portrayal in contemporary fiction. The prevalence of Abrahamic religions throughout modern history is said to have created a culture which encourages the embracement of a future that will be drastically different from the present. Such a culture is credited with in, with the rise of po- in popularity of predictions that are more secular in nature, such as the 2012 phenomenon, while maintaining the centuries-old theme that our powerful force will bring the end of humanity. And then it goes into some like stats here. Polls conducted in 2012 across 20 countries found that over 14% of people believe the world will end in their lifetime, with percentages ranging from 6% of people in France to 22% in the U.S. and Turkey. So more people in the U.S. believe the world will end in their lifetime than those in France. Belief in the apocalypse is observed to be more prevalent in people with lower rates of education, lower household incomes, and those under the age of 35. So if you check all those boxes, you're pretty pessimistic about the future (laughs) of the planet. Uh, In the UK in 2015, 23% of the general public believed the apocalypse was likely to occur in their lifetime compared to 10% of experts from the Global Challenges Foundation, whatever that is. The general public Uh, believed the likeliest cause would be nuclear war, while experts thought it would be artificial intelligence. Only 3% of Britons thought the end would be caused by the last judgment compared to 16% of Americans between 1 and 3% of people from both countries said the apocalypse would be caused by zombies or an alien invasion. Yeah, classic stuff. I mean, we've talked about like, was it Independence Day or the other one? Mars Attacks? Mars attacks. Um, <laughs> Mars attacks. Yeah. Uh, one of those is your favorite movie, right, Matt? Oh yeah. There. Uh, I want to actually see a mashup sometime in my life between uh, Independence <laughs> Day and those. yeah, Will Smith like pulls open like the cockpit door or whatever after that, uh, <laughs> and then it just goes mat mat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Earth, and punches him in the face. <laughs> You should direct that. That actually sounds great. Um, that's so like that, zombies definitely was a big thing 
I don't know when it ended or if it even ended yet, but um, it was a big thing in like movies, video games, I feel like um, probably starting when we were in high school or maybe a little bit after that. That definitely ramped it up for sure. Yeah. Um, I looked into the very first zombie movie years ago. I think it's called Serpent mm-hmm. and the Rainbow. What? And um, back in like the 60s. And uh, okay. I feel like I tried watching it once. And it was absolute garbage. But the idea was there. And, like, um, who the hell is that guy? George, George Romero. George R. Romero, I think. What's his hell's his name? I don't know. He directs, what? like, Day of the Dead and stuff like that. He's, to- he's oh, okay. huge in the zombie movie genre. Oh. I cannot say that five times fast or even five he's times. He's the so. father of the zombie movies. Zombie movie genre. <laughs> Zhaji Zhaja. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, those, so I, so I, I wanted to add something in the mix here. It was, it's like, we, we talked about how people have predicted it a bunch of times and obviously they've been wrong. Um, so I read one conspiracy that actually they were right one of those times and the world did end in 2012 and like <laughs> the earth or the world was sucked into a black hole when they what? discovered the... Higgs bot boson or something. Yeah, when they discovered that, and then like scientists at that time put us all into a simulation, and I think we talked about this on on other episodes, but that's why there's a Mandela effect is because of like now we're in a simulation, so there's some stuff that they got wrong. That's so if people don't remember or didn't hear that episode, or if I never even said it, um, Mandela effect (laughs) is like people for some reason remembering things like a bunch of people remembering things um that didn't actually happen like nelson mandela dying um at a time in prison or something like that yeah like in the 80s or something like that or like pikachu's design having something or uh the baron stein bears versus berenstein some other spelling of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, I think the other one was like Fruit Loops. Is it F R O O T or is it F R U I T? Yeah. So there's like a bunch of examples of it, but basically the world did actually end. We just think it's continued because we're in the simulation now. I guess in this story, the scientists saved us and put us into a simulation. Dude, that's a crazy theory. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I that's pretty I fun. Was, <laughs> when you first brought it, when you first brought it up, I was thinking maybe. Uh, now I'm no physicist, but I don't. I've heard some crazy shit about black holes and how when you get sucked into sure. a black hole, like it, you get like spaghetti. I think the technical term is spaghettified, and it yeah, stretches yeah, yeah. you out, yeah, like <laughs> I, infinitely, I like right? Yeah, and so it's like infinite spaghetti, <laughs> endless pasta. <laughs> Go down Olive to Olive Garden <laughs> to get spaghettified. <laughs> Just penne and ravioli and no (laughs) so like you get stretched out like spaghetti and it like your feet since they're closer to the black hole or like the singularity of the black hole that you'll doubt they'll get pulled down faster than your head so like like pull you apart like spaghetti or whatever and so i was like maybe the higgs boson like maybe it just takes a really long time to like get into a black hole or whatever and could be like, we're all spaghetti just like, we're all just slowly 
getting sucked into a black hole right now, and we just don't even know. Cause and we wouldn't and be able to tell because if everything's, if everything's becoming spaghetti at the same time, we wouldn't notice, right? <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Mama spaghetti. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Should be in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> again. Remix. <laughs> again, again. This is the third time, yeah. Again, again. Well, I pretty much blew my entire load of, like, all my research <laughs> in the first, like, 15 <laughs> minutes. So, you guys carry the show. So, Thanks. I one thing that you were talking about how, like, the same guy kept predicting the end of the world. Yeah. It made me think of, uh, have you, are you guys familiar with Nostradamus? Yeah. Yeah. Was he on there? Was he on the list? Uh, good question. Let me look it up while you keep talking. Well... He is a really famous guy for predicting stuff. Uh, not necessarily the end of the world, although he has, there's been some speculations that he did predict it. And it was like some outrageous yeah. date of like 30, I might, I might, I didn't, I don't have it written down here, but it's like 3979 or 3679, some, something like that. Like three. I could have uh, predicted like, that. A long time in the future. So. We got plenty of time, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. But invest he, like, in Bitcoin or whatever. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he predicted some crazy stuff like the the French Revolution and stuff. And people people are pretty adamant that he like got it spot on or whatever. People um, said he predicted nine eleven too, right? Yeah, and there was like some some wars in. The Gulf War or something like that. I was like, okay, how did he predict all this stuff? <laughs> Born know, like- in 1503. And so, sorry, I had to look this up because these predictions uh, come on uh, 1999. <laughs> Nostradamus stated that a king of terror would come from the sky in 1999 and seven months was frequently interpreted by a prediction of doomsday in July 1999. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I, I gotta- don't know. Who was the president? <laughs> uh, in 1999, wasn't it Bill Clinton? Yeah, right? It sounds right. The, right? What did, what did he say? The terror from the sky? What did, what did he call I don't know. But that's it. That's his only prediction in this whole list. That's weak. Whoever that's his edited only prediction? It, whoever made this Wikipedia article sucks. He picked the, <laughs> the one that he got wrong. Yeah, right? Um, it's like right. Nostradamus, 1999, the year 2000 will crash computers due to Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good one. We didn't, we didn't go over one. that, but that's yeah, like one that about I don't know if you guys remember very well. Um I feel like I remember us stocking up on water bottles or something at that time, or at least talking about <laughs> empty <the idea>. ones. <laughs> in in what? <laughs> empty water bottles. Empty water bottles, yeah. So we could fill them up <laughs> with the blood of the innocent later. <laughs> um, yeah, for like Y two K. I mean, I'm I'm assuming most people listening to the podcast like lived through that, anyways. Um, but if you're a whatever they're called, if you're what do you call it if you're born after 2000? Um, millennial X Y. A millennial X Y. Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> an internet native or something. Generation like that. Y. Yeah. Generation Y. Wh- whatever you guys are, but if you were born after, <laughs> so uh, 
we're assuming that if uh, you were born in the year 2000 due to like a, your parents being like into like crazy swingers party because they thought the like it's a New Year's party and a swingers party rolled into what? one because they thought the world was going to end. So you really don't know who your dad is. Sorry to break oh, it to man. you. Like we're going to go there. We started this podcast to help you through this. <laughs> yeah, email us and we'll be your therapist. Um, so, not an actual therapist. So, what would Y2K be useful to go over? Or, Chris, did you have more on Nostradamus? Just that he was a really popular guy for predicting stuff. Um, yeah. And, like, his, I mean, his end of the world prediction is so, like, Spot on. Uh, yeah, it's spot on. Unverifiable. 3,000. No. But uh, he uh, he had, like, the way with wording stuff that you could just, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that totally applies to this situation. Oh, nice. And it's just, like, he was really good at making those, like, those phrases or whatever that, like, of course – something sure, would have to like like, like the stereotypes to, of like psychics where they're like right yeah or yeah, like horoscopes yeah. Th- he was just really good, good with and, predictions you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah your day will go on or something like that um yeah that's okay that's interesting i didn't know so, i don't know if i've ever read like his actual wording what yeah the- <laughs> sorry i was uh i was reading another express.co.uk article <laughs> the you know how there's like the title and then like a little like clip to yeah. get you hooked at the very top. Yeah, it says Nostradamus has predicted a series of horrifying developments for 2021, <laughs> including soldiers with microchip implants in their brains <laughs> and an asteroid hitting Earth, cryptically adding what? all the world to end. What? Micro- Where did you find that? Some garbage. <laughs> Excuse soldiers for journalism. with chips in their brains, dude. <laughs> yes. That's coming up, man. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, fifteen oh three. That's pretty impressive. If you could even understand what a microchip was, made so. predictions for every year up until thirty seven ninety seven. That's it. That's the that's the one thirty seven ninety seven. Because that's the end of it. That's just when he got tired of predicting. Yeah, he was stuff. like, "I'm done with this." Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to touch on Y2K for a second. Yeah, uh, yeah, do it. The I to get more of the nitty gritty of like why people thought Y2K was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, from a technical standpoint, people were freaking out that all these like computers were not set up to switch from like from the year 1999 to 2000 or whatever right. and that that all these computers would just like go haywire and stop or because or, it went from 99 to save spite save space like bytes to right zero zero right yeah and oh my god that's that weirds me out so much that that like could seriously be a problem like right. the way that people program and write software like that seriously could be a problem obviously we got through it or whatever and like whatever problems happened like weren't bad enough to end the world or like planes crash or whatever did you guys stock up on water bottles i was 10 
I don't. Did you stock up on water bottles? (laughs) Answer the question. (laughs) Uh, But there's a there's another thing coming up where in programming the way that you keep track of time is kind of weird and nuanced, but in like some some software languages. They have a way of keeping track of time that started in like 1970. And wow. ever since 1970, it's been keeping track of seconds. Okay. And so oh. the number's getting huge, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and so, in like, I can't, I'll have to check the, I'll have to verify the date here in a second, but it's like 2038 or something like that, where oh, okay. the, 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 sec, the number of is so big. That it doesn't fit in a discrete packet of, of uh, nice. like eight bits of data or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like we need, we seriously need to address this issue. I and I'm sure that people have thought about this and there are people working on this, but like I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I'm not privy to that. But like that's another thing that's like really similar to the Y2K thing, where like. It's all dependent on time and how we how we keep track of it, and at, at, at sooner or later we have to deal with these these number of seconds fitting into a different shape or whatever in programming languages, which is crazy to me. But hmm. yeah, that's so that's just the next Y two K. So that's right. a good thing to keep in mind, Chris. But I it doesn't like have a good ring it to first. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, didn't, should, it didn't come around two thousand. We should um, do nothing and see what happens. Yeah, or we should like invest in the stock market or something like that. In Game Stonk. In Game Stonk. Um. Yeah. Listen to our stocks episode. What year was that, Chris? That you were talking about? I was. I was gonna look it up. I'm okay. Pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's twenty thirty eight. But I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay. 2038. You got to tell us the exact date, Chris, because that's pretty important. Yeah, I don't want to be late. Yeah, I, I need I bet to start I... buying water bottles <laughs> and spend the next f- ten years filling them. <laughs> um, do you guys remember? This is totally off topic. Do you guys remember? Like, there was a time where people were constantly obsessed with like atomic clocks, and they would be like, "This clock will keep time." Like. To the second for like the next 100 years. And some guy was like, well, I built a clock that did it for the next 1,000 years. And then someone else was like, I did it for like 100 million years. Like they just kept like upping – like topping themselves like, you know, just who can have the most accurate clock for the longest amount of time? Like who cares? (laughs) I don't remember it being a competition. It's always – everything's a competition. Yeah. I – I remember the existence of that. I guess, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter to me if we're off by a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and whose time are they keeping? Like, what about Arizona? Because they don't have daylight savings oh, time. Oh, nice. That's it. Chris? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about Arizona. <laughs> yeah, yes, the, here, what, the, the year 2038 problem. I, f- I found it. I found it. What's the date? Uh, or is it just the whole year? <laughs> just the entire year. Constantly I think it ending. must be... Uh, January 1st? Yeah, I think it's January 1st. 
Nice. Mark your calendars, people. You heard it here first. <laughs> we'll all be dead because time <laughs> ran out. Oh, on on what nineteenth? What the phrasing? Nineteenth of January, twenty thirty-eight. Okay. Yeah. But 19th. yeah, if, okay. if you want to look it up, you just look up the year 2038 problem and you can yeah. learn all about it. But uh, so that's just the next Y2K. I feel like we just always need that. It's we need it's a lot more of a legit problem forward yeah. <laughs> than Y2K. Y2K was a lot less of a problem. But do you think that's just we're saying that now? Like Because, because it's all like, good? <laughs> like this is all it's all like based in how much you, how, like what you can fit in a mm. binary eight bits and like yeah. how you're transferring that around so like right. if you're transferring time around you you can just do it in eight like one like discrete packet time but travel after 2038 you literally the packet doubles oh okay so like it it is a problem and like yeah. they have to deal with it, and like, like I said, I'm, I, I, I'm sure people, smart people, are thinking about this, and like that they. What can... do you think, Chris? How do you propose we solve this? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I probably, uh, I don't know. Maybe we could restart it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just turn like, it off and on again. <laughs> if, yeah. If this, then this. That's all I know about coding. So Can we just uh, get rid of time at this point? It's like people show up it. to work when they want to and people like planes leave when they want to anyways. It's like, hey, you showed up to the airport like on time. Like, good for you. Mm. We don't give a shit. Like, there's a mechanical delay. And it's just like just, just planes and cars, just everybody just colliding because everyone just Well, goes at that point, there. it'll all be AI. So, like, there'll be... um. Uh, 32 a, bit by the way sorry there'll be uh, AI to avoid collisions and stuff nice okay. so we don't need to know time the machines oh, they just time. track it for us okay well like that. Einstein that's like his theory right the the theory of relativity time doesn't exist yeah right we just we created it it's all in our heads anyways tenant watch tenant <laughs> Uh, still haven't done that yeah you don't have to it's all right (laughs) oh we're not Um, gonna pause it and do a watch party (laughs) right now um so okay so the other um end of the world thing that we lived through and it's kind of involved in this thing where like people are predicting yeah 2012 so december 21st 2012 was supposed to be um another end of the world and the connection was the Mayan calendar <laughs> ending. Yeah. Um, and again, another one easy to talk about after it's already happened and passed. Um, that's just when like the calendar just ended, like how you would have a calendar that would end uh, <laughs> right now. It'd be, you know, December 31st, 2021. It doesn't mean that the world's going to end. It just means that the calendars like it had to end somewhere. So whatever their cycle of calendar it just happened to end on that day. They can only keep track of so much time. Are you right. sure that the guy that was making the calendars wasn't dyslexic and it's actually 2021 and like this is the year that that it, yeah. everything ends? 
Yeah. It w- I mean, I'm sure there's somebody selling sense. that because that's that's a great way to sell off all that Mayan calendar merchandise that you stocked up on so, in 2012. One thing I bottles. did find in 2012 uh, was <laughs> there was a... There was a huge solar flare. Did you guys read about this? Uh, no. I feel like I remember that. It missed Earth. And they said that if the solar flare was like six, if it like, I don't know what solar flares do. Do they flare or do they explode? Or I don't know. If it did it, if it solar flared six minutes earlier, (laughs) it would have hit us. And like, we'd still be recovering. So like, what? What like that would be so crazy if the Mayans were like predicting this solar flare. The or solar flare, but they were off and by six minutes. Six minutes. <laughs> Damn. Good thing that uh, the solar flare was early to that time that we fixed in the seventies or whatever we did. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's <laughs> why. Then, they, like, yeah. if the Mayans did predict that stuff, like they would have to get the help of aliens, right? Like, there's no way they'd do that shit with rocks and sticks. <laughs> Right. To figure out solar because that's how yeah, like that's how people just like calculate things like now. Maybe they used mushrooms as hallucinogenics to explode to their speak minds. With, uh, yeah, yeah, or astral lady. projections. Yes. That I just uh, that I just heard about recently. Ooh. Ooh, did you watch Doctor Strange or something? No. Okay. No, astral projections like is actually a thing supposedly that like was even investigated by like the CIA. So like, of course, uh, of course, during the Cold War or something like that. So like, Russian spies couldn't astral project into like the Pentagon and get like secrets for like or into the White House or something. Nice. And uh, so what is so it like um, lead lined walls or something? How do you stop? Astral projection. Good question. There's actually agents trained to counter attack astral projections, I guess. Astral projection a, fighting? Yeah, I guess there's a whole nice. subreddit dedicated to astral projecting, like how to do it and what to expect there. And like people like have parties on the moon in like the astral space. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. That's did you wild. try? <laughs> no, I did not try. Okay. I just, uh, I listened to a podcast about it. I'm like, this is crazy shit. Dude, okay. I'm going to try. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Wild. Actually, can we do our podcast while uh, <gasps> astral projecting <laughs> so we don't have to wait for Chris's computer to update every, <laughs> every two weeks? <laughs> then we can hey, Chris, out. your computer's not working. Just astral project <laughs> over to someone else's house so <laughs> yes. we can just record this. <laughs> Hack into their, like, get their Wi-Fi faster. <laughs> and then you'd actually be on time. Ah, uh, see, it all comes nice, back. Nice. Oh, but it's not real. That's true. Um, Relatively so there speaking. Is, <laughs> there, there is like this, so solar flares, and then also I feel like a lot of the end of the world stuff has been attached to like asteroids hitting Earth. Yeah. Um, we obviously haven't had like a major one since like well, thanks the dinosaurs to, um, were extinct. Uh, Bruce uh, Willis. Willis. Yeah. Uh, deep Impact? <laughs> No, the other one. <laughs> Apollo 13 or something like that? No. no. Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon, Arm- okay. Armageddon. Um, the concept is to send oil drillers to the to the asteroid and oh, drill nice. into the asteroid. We would, red. we would totally do that. It's directed <laughs> by Michael Bay, I think. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm not mistaken. I, uh, I read a thing. It was like 
the number of errors in that movie averages yeah. <laughs> over one a minute and something like that. And so like they one a minute. They um actually this might this part might not be true that they actually show it in like space school or something like that to like space school. See if you can point them all out. Oh like, nice. The inaccuracies. Yeah, that might might be I wonder if they like do that thing in like med school with like medical TV shows that always get things wrong. So that's I guess especially if it's, it's Michael Bay. Lupus. <laughs> the asteroid's got lupus. <laughs> so there's a uh, there's a website run by NASA where you can NASA.gov. Um, it's yeah, it's NASA.gov, but it's C N E O S. Um, the Center for Near Earth Object Studies. Oh yeah. Um, where they have like um they keep track of like asteroids or things that are heading towards earth. Um, and it's like a public website that you can check. So the next NEO or near earth object, uh, close approach within 10 lunar distances is at 12. What does this say? Oh, one thirty-five AM tomorrow morning. It's not a lot of time. There is, there's going to be, yeah, and it's only going to be within, whatever this means, 4.89 lunar distances. So, that sounds like a big distance, but fi- like around five moons away from the Earth. I mean, yeah. Wait, not five moons. It's the distance between the moon and the Earth. That's- oh, nice. Okay. Times five. <laughs> Did you really even think more lunar? Moons. <laughs> Did you think that lunar distance meant like the distance like around a foot, the moon? like a like the length of a lunar. <laughs> the, one the, lunar. One loon. <laughs> <laughs> how many loons in a lunar distance? It's like how many wood could a woodchuck chuck? Could a woodchuck? Yeah. How many loons can a lunar loon? <laughs> a loon moon looned. <laughs> Um, and they have a they have an app, the NEO deflection app, which goes over um, the idea of like trying to deflect an asteroid. So there's some kind of cool stuff that you can check out here. But I just think it's cool to like they they have a whole page about like why the world didn't end in 2012, and they have like a question answer set um, section. And um, they go over some, like, I guess you could call them misconceptions about that time. And then uh, specifically about meteors is when they, like, link to this page where you can just look at these things. Because I guess they're monitoring for these kind of threats. Hold on a second. couple of things. Why does NASA have a page about 2012? Does, like, the frequently <laughs> asked questions page like does it at the like does it just say like don't be stupid <laughs> like, like so, it's 2021 so move on it's like a it's well, like an archive page so the it was written back in oh the day after it was, it was written december 22nd 2012 <laughs> we we made it if you're reading this we're all okay <laughs> it was like, don't, well don't post it before 20, what if we're wrong <laughs> it was, well it was updated in 2017 because I guess that Still was like here. the next time that they <laughs> predicted that. I think you mentioned the five-year thing. Um, so that was like the next the next time that they predicted the end of the world. But yeah, some of the questions are like, does the mind calendar end in 2012? Could planets align in a way that impacts Earth? Because um, apparently that, I think it's like the winter solstice at that time or something like that. 
I guess, mm. getting rid of those misconceptions. Okay, uh, another thing. What was with the deflections deal? What does that, that mean? Some, yeah, I have no idea what it means. Does someone, like, is... astral project onto the, like, meteor and try to, like, talk to it? And then be like, can you please, astral like, deflect. not hit my house? I think, yeah. <laughs> I hit my neighbor's like, you, house. <laughs> you change the subject with the, with the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> I watched this That's a video. great question. I'm going to circle back to <laughs> yeah. that later. Yeah. I watched, well, what I watched this? this video on, like... <laughs> What we would, what we could actually do if a meteor was projected to hit Earth, and yeah. one of them just was screaming, endless s- screaming. One, <laughs> one of them was straight up nuke it, was like blow it up. Yeah. But the problem with that is when you blow something up in outer space, often it will like recollect. Because of the gravity. Oh, nice. Of all the stuff. Yeah, nice. That would be... That's a great movie <laughs> Well, you just thing, have to man. blow it into dust. You can't leave it, like, anything to chance. You gotta hit no, it No, so harder. then the dust just recollects and it's like a giant Yeah, dust. yeah. You really gotta obliterate it and, <laughs> and like, send it off in different blow directions. Blow the shit off. <laughs> or you just yeah. get, like, a million mini meteors hitting the earth. Another, another <laughs> one was... they. There was... Uh, I think it was Japan... Who actually landed on an asteroid out in Ooh. the solar system, and with like a tiny little, I don't, I don't even know what to call Gundam. it, spaceship, and, and like they used it to get around the asteroid. They like, they like, kicked down into the asteroid and hopped, and used the gravity of the asteroid to pull it back around. So like they would just like move around the asteroid or whatever what? I, I don't know. what yeah it's pretty wild so the concept here is that they would get to it and then they would they would do something to to push it in a different trajectory to like just alter the the, the trajectory to go around earth rather than like hit slamming into it or whatever right is that um, like did they get the idea from like no man sky or something like that I've never played they get it, the I idea from to. a video game. Pacific <laughs> I, I, Rim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got it from that. Forest Gump. I, I don't even know if I've seen Forrest it. Forest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> so, something like maybe I've seen the first one. Uh, the first Forest Gump is better. I can't than remember second. all the other options that they had. Oh, they one of the options was like shooting a laser at it, and like I can't remember like how it would. How and a would... giant space cat comes and attacks it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it slides into Mars or something. Oh, man. That's oh, you hilarious. made a mess. You got planets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these planets. So this, so this app, Matt, just to answer your question, is like it simulates an asteroid that is going to hit the Earth and then... It talks about like um, the best times that you could deflect it, how much velocity you'd need for it to miss. So it's like it goes through like a simulation, I guess. Hmm. And then it says, "Note: the objects loaded into this app are not real. They are they're all hypothetical simulated asteroids." And then it says, "But they are like accurate or realistic mathematical models." But I can imagine somebody downloading that and taking screenshots and putting them on Reddit. For like sure. NASA new or planned the end of the world or something. They planned it. <laughs> they planned it. They're, uh, shoot, what was I going to say? 
There. Oh, so the you were saying about how NASA has uh, records of all the the near Earth objects or whatever, right. and uh, the, it's all the ones we know of, but we we can't keep track of everything. And there was that uh, that one. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, was it Interstellar? It was um, a Mua Mua or something like that. Did what? you hear about that? No. no. It was this, uh, it's like this long <laughs> asteroid shape. There is uh, one uh, professor claiming that it it was straight up aliens. <laughs> oh, because it was it, oh. it was odd shaped, right? It was yeah, very yeah, right. weird. This is recent, yeah. right? Yeah, they're like think, cigar yeah, shaped or whatever. Oh, long. yeah. And uh, yeah, I think it came around in like 2019 or something like okay. that. But the thing is, it, it came from outside our solar system and we didn't see it until it was basically too late. And Whoa. like that could definitely happen again. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, man. So they're not monitoring it enough. They need more funding. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only so much you can do. Space is a big place. But, Can you imagine you know, the guy who found it and, like, you know, like, just woke up one day and was just like, what? Oh, man. It would have been <laughs> Oh, wild. shit, that looks like a cigar. Es- Damn. <laughs> especially because it, like, changed its trajectory at one point and sped up. Which How does it do that? What? Some people. Are you sure so, you're not mixing up the expanse with? <laughs> <laughs> so guys just the, can't stop talking about the expanse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, this this episode is sponsored by this. Yeah. Right <laughs> so no, you got to name the network, the, not the show. <laughs> the concept is, is uh, for many of these uh, objects, they go towards the sun as they get closer. They warm up. And then if there's any like liquid on it, it like it evaporates. And when you have that evaporation, it's like a jet. It's pushing away what? and like redirect it and like can speed it up or change. Oh my the direction, god, that's awesome. All these different things. And it did that, but there was no like cloud of evaporation. So they were like Watching this thing fly through our solar system, and they were all super confused because and turns and looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then, and there's no evidence of it, like of how it turned or whatever. Sure. And so that's what this one professor guy—I don't know his name—but he was like, "So it's definitely aliens, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're wasn't one of you guys said like uh, one of the. Somebody has to talk about something this year. Yeah, 180 about days. It was, what was that? Yeah. What? It said in the one of the coronavirus uh, relief bills. Yeah, relief bills. They like oh. snuck in like this thing where they were like, tell us about the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was just like they have to disclose information about certain UFOs or something like that, which UFOs doesn't mean aliens. It means unidentified flying objects so like who knows what they could be or whatever but they have 180 days to do it since the relief bill which was i think i actually put it in my calendar i was like (laughs) look for this headline i'm I'm ready for this i'll i'll be waiting yeah instead Um, of uh, actual amber alert it's like this uh this, this more important way more important alert that wakes you up i feel like i saw something on reddit 
um, but I don't remember what the exact headline was that like government admits to um, gathering UFO like wreckage or something like that. Whoa, um, what? So it was on Reddit, so it's real. I think it's on July 12th. <laughs> so if it hasn't happened by July 12th, ask questions. <laughs> It might be call your that. call your I, representative. I don't know how accurate that is, but yeah, I think it's around July twelfth. I think I'm going to start calling now just to get yeah, my every, uh, just get going. Yeah. Hey, why not? Okay, it's me again. Just checking in, seeing if you got any new UFO shit going on. So, so that's another thing. Is we like the end of the world? What if aliens just came and converted us all to their Whatever material they needed, <laughs> they converted us all. They just have a, a just phase. The, the Earth Drive walk, like like a <laughs> with phase a big straw after after. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Straw. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> what? There's, Never mind. A, you didn't know that quote. That the ocean is milkshakes. <laughs> I think it's there will be blood. Is that right? I've never seen that one. Oh, anyways, it's a weird movie. I didn't know that that was a quote from it. Weird, like I should watch it, or weird, like I shouldn't watch it. Oh, it's a pretty good movie, All but right. the quote—that quote—is very obscure. <laughs> hmm. I'll watch it. Is it about oil? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I saw yeah, the first five is. minutes, and then I was like, "Hmm, this looks good," and I never finished. You turned it, it off. Yeah, it's. I think I got the same vibe as like the Hateful Eight, where like the intro took so damn long, I could not get into the rest of the movie. So I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, it is not. It's not like an action-packed movie in that way. Like it's pretty slow, but the acting's on point. the The main thing is just type in, "I drink your milkshake, and there will be blood," and watch the video. It's. <laughs> All right. It's pretty great. <laughs> Wait, but then isn't that from the end? It's, it's totally out of context, but it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens, asteroids, AI. Did we want? I mean, ooh, I yeah, like that's AI. Just, uh, Elon ooh. Musk loves his AI uh, end of the world shit. Yeah. Elongated oh, muskrat. So I, <laughs> you still remember that, dear? There's a. Uh, <laughs> One thing that I I thought was kind of interesting for uh, specifically with like the end of the world is like, I don't, I, I question whether like humans will be around on the earth when the earth goes away. Right. So like, is it the end of the world or is it the end of humanity or like, nice. what are, like, what what's the world the, mean? What's the yeah. defining, like when, it, when is this like, uh, apocalyptic event and like how does it affect us as humans like is it just like poof earth is gone <laughs> yeah. like like that's how crazy the end of the like uh, that that would probably like mess up our solar system or something like that but sure um uh so like i wonder if there's like some sort of like another aspect to it where it's like the end of society as we know it because technology comes to a point where it's like totally different. So like anything that we remember doing as normal 
uh, you know, 20th century humans, it's like all that stuff's out the door because this X, Y, and Z technology came out. So yeah. is that the end of the world then? Is that the end of that 20th like I would you know, say um, if it's the end of the world, like the world is dead or dying, we're a very self-preservation species. Like we will figure out a way to live on in some way, mm -hmm. somehow, somewhere. Sure. And so I don't think the end of the world necessarily means the end of humanity. But then I guess you ask like, what is it to be human? Like to like, you know, be human on another planet. It's probably still, you know, are you considered like, something else other than like a human like does you like your i don't know I don't, mm -hmm. um I don't, species a, change because like all of a sudden you're like uh you're, right, you've adapted yeah. to from something else i guess um I, so like it's just like where like we evolve that's like that's our thing or whatever and like right. we've been doing it for however many for a hundred thousand years i don't know uh, yeah, uh, millions of years. The, yeah. uh, and so I wonder if like there's going to be it's going to if the shift is so radical that like it's, it'll just be considered that like it's just not the same anymore. We're just not what we were. It's so different. Yeah, it's so different. Right. That it's like the end. of. So like, is that the end of the world? But like. We, we, you know, we're like, yeah. it was like, we were the, <laughs> some people make this like, I don't know, it's very poetic in a way, whereas like, we're the caterpillar or whatever. And then we like, mm. create the, the, whatever the what chrysalis, chrysalis for the butterfly to emerge. And like, it's and a completely different thing. Yeah. So like, uh, I, is that, is that the end of the world then? Or right. like, are we? Are is like humanity's legacy still going strong because they like we influenced that? Like, if we create the AI, is that like is that is like that humanity living on through that? Yeah, yeah, do we, yeah. That's do a we good still question. I feel like when I'm hearing all these like end of the world things, it usually, at least in my head, it means like the end of humanity. So like nature might, you know, like an asteroid hits and like there's just a big chunk of the Earth missing and everyone dies um yeah. but like you know maybe there's a couple plants house plants that survive a couple house plants <laughs> you know that's so, uh it's, some snake plants <laughs> it's very narcissistic narcissistic of humanity to think that when we're gone the world ended you know what i mean oh yeah like, no, it's oh, extremely... absolutely world's still there still sure. turning like there's still trees and shit like yeah but, but it's not experienced and not contemplated. Yeah. It's like Minecraft. Does it exist if you don't sign in? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and let it there. <laughs> See you next week on Minecraft. Casual Minecraft Conspiracy Podcast. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to play the game or do you want to play the game of the bonus episode? Let's uh let's do a round. Chris, you up for a round? Oh yeah. All right. Who's going first? You are. Shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so for those um uh listening, first 
first time listeners, um, we're Welcome. pulling out <laughs> uh, cards against humanity, and I'm using white cards to come up with a topic. And uh, black cards are boost. We can pass or steal, or and sometimes Chris gives points. Yeah, millions. <laughs> at but times. the point. But the points don't matter. Right. We stole it from that one show. So yeah. I have to come up with a conspiracy about Fox News. This is going to be <laughs> oh, wow. so easy. You just need to look at our sticker that we have on our uh, yes. store page. Plug to our Shameless store. Plug. Shameless plug. Uh, our controlled mainstream media sticker, shirt, hoodie. We've got, uh, we've got it all. Um, I just Fox ordered News. one on Matt's dollar. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I need to get a picture of your of your dad watching CNN <laughs> while wearing our controlled mainstream media shirt. Like all the channels, great. like on like the picture. In- yeah. So uh, essentially, Fox News and every other mainstream media source is controlled by um, Bill Gates. Bill Gates or George Soros or something like that. Yeah. Nice. They could they could controlled Bay. by something. That's not even a made up one. I almost want to do a black card to like start. Yeah, let's boost it to like make it crazy. Add some flavor. Add some spice. Like uh, Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on ESPN two, the World Series of Fox News. That did not help at all. That was terrible. <laughs> well, okay. If there Series. was if there was a competition, a Fox News related competition, what what would be like an event there? Um, who can uh, make up sexist comments the best? Um, wow, on the spot. Yeah, like off the teleprompter. <laughs> um, who can fabricate stories the fastest? Ooh, who could? Um, this isn't Fox News exclusive, but I drew the card, so Main they're taking the yeah. hit. Who could shill for whatever, whatever that means? <laughs> who can Deep state um, something? Who can full throat a president <laughs> the hardest <laughs> after after reading that news? Wasn't that CNN? That was the so the New York Times after oh, Rush Limbaugh Times. died today. They uh, at the top of the article about Rush Limbaugh. He's a uh, full what did okay? Let me pull it up really quick. I yeah, sent it to you guys. That's right, full throated cheerleader. The such odd wording. Who uh, <laughs> words it like that? Uh, from the New York Times, a longtime favorite of the right, he was a furious critic of Barack Obama and a full-throated cheerleader for Donald <laughs> J. Trump. Do you think they meant – do you think it was a typo and it should have been full throttle? I don't know. Neither one of those makes sense. Full throttle <laughs> sounds a little less sexual right? in the context of a cheerleader. I almost think – I want to believe that they did that on purpose. Apparently, I, it talks about – that article talked about Barack Obama, right? I don't know. That's as far as I read. Oh, okay. Well, apparently, well, another questionable thing that Rush Limbaugh did was he played a parody of the song Puff the Magic Dragon that is like a racist version for Barack Obama, apparently. Oh, thanks, nice. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> oh, well, he doesn't get a pass. <laughs> yeah, we... Yeah. We talked about that earlier, that Rush Lumba doesn't get a pass for various <laughs> reasons. Oh, was that was that before we started? 
Yeah. Probably. That's a callback to a conversation you'll never hear. <laughs> Except <laughs> I was offline, recording. Offline conversation. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, who wants the next one? I'll go next. Okay. Eve, your card is... Oh, no. Spectacular abs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dude, uh, yes. Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay. You guys remember those... Uh, like they were like VHS tapes, like the workout oh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's like six minute abs or seven minute abs or eight oh, minute. Yeah. I don't remember how many minutes it took, but um, <laughs> it's all relative. <clears throat> yeah, right. The time doesn't matter anyways. Or yeah, in 1938. So it doesn't exist. <laughs> 1938. Oh no! Wait, 2030s, 30, 1938? 2038. 2038. Yeah. Did I say 19? I, I was like, what? What, what is 1938? <laughs> <laughs> because of the famine. Spectacular Hitler abs. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say that those videos, especially like the length of the videos, and then they're playing on people's like insecurities too. So you know people are going to be watching intently or whatnot. Um, there are like subliminal messages going on in the background, so it's uh, these are the, the government ads you was don't using... have, right? <laughs> they... <laughs> the government that was using it to to um, uh, to brainwash or hypnotize people. I like it. There was those commercials were Beautiful. on a lot and late yeah. at night, so while you're already like in a trance, like oh, nice, yeah, Definitely. no, that's good. Sorry, and then, all and I then, can... and now look at coronavirus, so. See the <laughs> abs coronavirus. All I can think of is Chris's comment about Hitler abs. And, Hitler abs. And then, and then, like, on the cover of the VHS tape, like, abs with, like, the S is, like, spelled with two S's, like, the like the S. Oh, S- my S- God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, uh, when, you were, when you were describing this, I was thinking about the... Do, do you remember they had... Like this strap that they had that they okay. went around your abdomen and like shocked you into sure, like. Sure, okay. I've heard of like it. I didn't know it was part of the video. I, I mean, I think it was a, one of those late night ad things where yeah, yeah. They, they got people to buy this weird right, right. belly like a, strap yeah, to shock your abs sure. into contracting or whatever. Yep. I don't think that those stuck around. <laughs> no, because they didn't work. I, <laughs> right. I guess like you build muscle by like tearing muscle. Like so when you go to the gym, like you gotta like when you like feel the burn or whatever, like your muscles have to start like you know micro Yeah, basically. So that Futurama episode where Fry gets worms and like the worms are just like constantly massaging his muscles and then all of a sudden he's like super ripped like that would never happen they would basically have to like be tearing his muscles and then putting them back together for him lactic to... acid yeah yeah so um good 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 one Ibrahim ten, ten points what the hell do I get no points we did, yeah, we uh, you, yeah, one and a half points. Okay, points. that's fine. One and a half billion is what he meant to say. Uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely uh, not. Chris, your word is oh, okay. heteronormativity. I don't know. Nice. Is the belief that heterosexuality is the default preferred or normal mode of sexual orientation. It assumes the gender binary and that sexual and marital relations are most fitting between people of opposite sex. So it's like the typical 
or a stereotypical like view, I guess. Uh, so I mean, like that's, fr- that's coming- conspiracy. That could be built a, a conspiracy. Can be built on that. Yeah. yeah so with a black it, card. It, <laughs> is so. I I mean, I could take this a few different ways. I think where it just goes down where <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to get people to have kids or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So like, like oh, you like you're breeders. You're a bunch of yeah. breeders. <laughs> where wait, whereas, is it so like they have a work like a child labor workforce? It's like it's like a conspiracy <laughs> to have kids. So. I, Maybe I was, not so I was young. thinking. I was thinking like. <laughs> Where where population growth is good for the economy or whatever, uh-huh. and so like one of the things people is I'm like pointing this at China right now and India. Ooh. <laughs> Our two but biggest like, sponsors, yeah, the CCP <laughs> sponsoring the CCP. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a perfect fit. Um, so like the the huge boom, uh, but also China has like the one child policy, right? Yeah, right. Am I? I right? thought they got rid of that. I don't know. I yeah, probably I, because they need I, soldiers for World War Three. Oh my gosh! Oh. But anyway, the, so that—that's the, the conspiracy is to to keep people from being gay, so they they have kids. But so we have soldiers. So we have soldiers. <laughs> now we have World gay soldiers, and so we can boost the economy. Gay soldiers boost the economy. I didn't say that. <laughs> you heard it here first. But it probably maybe Bitcoin. it does. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> In Dogecoin. Is that is that a conspiracy? I, I don't know. I feel like, I like that's it. just I like I like the yeah, I like that idea. All the extra words that we added. <laughs> Made it worse, but <laughs> no, I think I well, think that's, tomato, uh, tomato. <laughs> that's interesting that it's like they're exploiting the idea of people like having children for their own gains. That's definitely a conspiracy. So, I guess it does like you do ask a question, and I've thought about this like, why do people have kids? Like for ultimate. soldiers for World War III, you <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't handle it. Ibrahim, your dad's shirt oh should be there next week. I looked oh, at the okay. shipping information, so you can check us out, uh, casualconspiracypodcast.com. We've got a store. I added a brand new item last Ooh. week. It was the uh, magic mug. Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, Coffee got mug. Added. I got that added. So you put a That's hot. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. You uh, put a hot drink in this coffee cup, and uh, the words appear. It says Epstein didn't kill himself. So I thought that wow. mine should be here next week. I think I ended up ordering it for myself. And we take cryptocurrency, by the way. I got that added last week too. Dogecoin. Hey. I think I. Wow. Yep. I think we take Doge. Doge. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Doge, Dash, Pirate, R. Uh, no, that was Pirate. Arc. Take some Arc. I don't know. There's a few. There's like seven of them that we take. So, yeah, check us Wonderful. out. Wonderful. We're on. Yeah, man, uh, we're at the. The forefront of technology. <laughs> oh yeah, that's only been around. Color for like changing 10 mugs years. or whatever. And Color changing mugs <laughs> and, and cryptocurrency and astral projection right into yeah, your living room. Yeah. Coming to you live from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> we should always try that. Uh, and then not. Um, yeah, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. Links in the show notes. Say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. So in the bonus episode, I got to tell you guys about a dead dog joke that I had to apologize for. So just just be ready. You had to apologize to your boss. I did apologize to my boss for a joke I made about his dead dog.